Welcome back, everybody. I'm the Native Conservative. And this is Dad Syndrome. And this is We the Patriots Radio Podcast Station. We're back with episode two. I'm just here chilling with my main man, Jay. What up? He's on his laptop, you guys. I know you guys don't have a visual for this stuff right now, at least not yet. We're, we're working on getting more visuals for everything, so you guys don't need to really worry about the future, how that's going to go, because it's going to be pretty freaking cool. I don't know. It's pretty nice as it is right now. You know, we don't have to worry about being dressed a certain way. Yeah, Jerry came in with his fucking nightwear. Is that what you called it? The nightwear? The nighty. The nighty. The nighty whiteies. He's got on. <laughs> and he came over here half naked. It's pretty gross. Fruit of a loom. Fruit of the loom. That's not a bad. That's, you know what? That's That fabric feels really good on me. You know what doesn't feel good on me, though? What? COVID. COVID. COVID doesn't feel good on me. But you know what? Here's the thing. I've never had COVID, so how would I know how it feels? I don't know either. I've just heard from the media that's horrible. You know, I had a friend. Um, well, I have a friend. I shouldn't say had because, you know, that's using past tense. But my uh, friend in Arizona, he's a cyclist. You know, not not like a motorcyclist, but a bicyclist. And he, is that how you say it? Is that the proper, is that the proper terminology? Yeah, that would be like cyclist. Is he like on a road bike and he just goes and. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he goes hard at it. Like, you know, he's like. Lance Armstrong? Yeah. yeah. Except he's like the Spanish version. Lancito. Lancito Armstrong. Lancito Armstrong? <laughs> anyway, uh, his name is uh, Steve, and um, he caught the COVID, and he's like a health nut, dude. He's like really in shape. He's he's always working out. He's always on his best. He's always eating well, and he caught COVID. And huh. ABC did a whole – ABC did a- – ABC 15, which is in Phoenix, did a, a cover about it, like covered a story about him. Like, local cyclist man, you know, and he's actually an audio engineer. Really? Yeah, he's a, he's an audio engineer. I mean, the guy's like a jack of all trades. He's an audio engineer. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a filmographer, uh, photographer. I mean, the guy does it all. So, so he's out of it. I mean, he's good now, right? He's good now, but he said that he hasn't been able to uh, get his, his breathing back properly because he's been trying to get back out and do the cycling stuff again. And he said that his breathing is still not the same. And I, I just thought it was the... And, and ABC actually covered the whole story. It was crazy, bro. That is pretty crazy. He's a healthy man. You know what he should have had? What? He sh- and I don't mean to drop this like it's a 1950s commercial, you know? Like, you know, drink your Ovaltine or something. <laughs> drink more Ovaltine or something. But he should have had hydroxychloroquine. Really? You you didn't see that that uh that video this this morning with all those doctors coming out in the forefront talking about that? No, I haven't. Where the fuck have you been? I've been under the rock. I haven't been saying that because of the mainstream media. This is why you guys never seen him with me in any pictures because I literally picked him out under a fucking rock. Oh, that's absolutely true. Absolute. It's an Oklahoma rock somewhere out there in Pawhuska. <laughs> On the reservation, there's just some random white people sitting under rocks. It's amazing. You guys got to try it. He's like the whitest guy ever sitting in the middle of the res. It's fucking great. No, um, so there's there's a there's these there's these list of doctors, and you know what's what's even crazier about it is that the um, mainstream media is taking all of it down. Mm-hmm. 
all the links, all the videos, everything that you can find about it is uh, being taken down. Of course, because they're being proven wrong. Well, I the, exactly. Well, and you know what? Here's 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 somebody else's take was telling me that what if they're trying to implement reverse psychology because it's a medicine they say that does work. They're going to try to get you to take it. Yeah. Could that be possible? I'm not quite sure. I'm not kind of trying to use your words. I think. Use your words. Use your words. Use your words. I'm trying to um, see like, okay, so let me, let me pull up this. This clip, I'll I'll use an audio only clip of it. It's this lady talking. You seen this video? Yeah, I seen a little bits and pieces. I want to know who is sponsoring that study. I want to know who is behind it because there is no way I can treat three hundred and fifty patients and counting, and nobody is dead, and they all did better. And then you're gonna tell me that you treated twenty people, forty people, and and it didn't work. I'm a true testimony. So I came here to Washington D.C. to tell America nobody needs to get sick. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zitromax. I know you people want to talk about masks. Hello? You don't need masks. There is a cure. I know they don't want to open schools. No, you don't need to, people to be locked down. There is prevention, and there is a cure. And let me tell you something. All you fake doctors out there that tell me, oh, yeah, I want to double-blinded studies. I just tell you, it's sounding like a computer, double-blinded, double-blinded. I don't know whether your chips are malfunctioning, but I'm a real doctor. I have radiologists, we have plastic surgeons, we have neurosurgeons like Sanjay Gupta saying, oh yeah, it doesn't work and it causes heart disease. Let me ask you, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, hear me. Have you ever seen a COVID patient? Have you ever treated anybody with hydroxychloroquine and they died from heart disease? When you do, come and talk to me. Because I sit down in my clinic every day and I see this patient walk in every day, scared to, scared to death. I see people driving two, three hours to my clinic because some ER doctor is scared of the Texas board or they are scared of something and they will not prescribe medication to these people. I tell all of you doctors that are sitting down and watching Americans die. You're like the good Nazi, the good what? The good Germans that watch Jews get killed and you do not speak up. If they come after me, they threaten me. They've threatened to, I mean, I've gotten all kinds of threats. Oh, they're going to report me to the bots. They're going to, I say, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to let Americans die. And if this is the mountain, if this is the hill where I get nailed on, I will get nailed on it. I don't care. You can report me to the bots. You can kill me. You can do whatever. But I'm not going to let Americans die. And today I'm here to say it, that America, there is a cure for COVID. All this foolishness is not, does not need to happen. There is. Wow. So this lady had literally said that there's a fucking cure. There's an entire cure and it's called uh hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and what does she say? Zomax or something like that? Yeah. Something of that listen, I don't, I'm not a fucking doctor, okay guys? I'm not trying to prescribe you anything. I'm just saying Anyone with a fucking brain would realize that it's it's going one or two ways, right? Right. Either they're trying to psych us to get involved with Big Pharma, or that really is the cure, and the left is really just trying to block the president because he takes it. And Orange Man bad. Orange Man bad. Orange Man bad, bad. Remember they tried to say he also owns stock in it, too? Yeah. That's the reason. Oh, that's why he's pushing it. It's because he owns stock in it.
So what if he owns Stockton? He owns Stockton like a million things. Yeah. So what? Who cares? I I own stock in Apple and I use an iPhone. What? It, that's that's my private portfolio. Yeah. I own stock in Apple. Why? Because I use an iPhone. It's a product that people use. That actually, it actually gains a profit and moves up in the market. Not depending on when you when you buy in. Yeah, this is nothing but. You know, control for them on the lockdowns and everything else they're doing. They're, they're just the idea that there's a cure is something that they're even afraid to get into before November. I guarantee that's a problem. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there's no doubt about that. There's there's other things going on that the media should be worried about. I guess you know. Let's start with preventing pedophiles from even creating a social media account. No, they're too busy worried about trying to take down anybody that puts out misinformation about hydroxychloroquine. Well, maybe you can look in January when they started knowing about COVID-19 going on. What was their main concern? They were talking about the impeachment. Got to impeach orange man. He's bad. Got to get rid of him. They didn't want to deal with COVID-19 then. And even when he was talking about doing lockdowns, what was their reason that, you know, he's racist? Oh yeah. He's a, he's a xenophobic. He's xenophobic. He hates, yeah, he hates Asians. He wants to lock down the country. And they got Nancy Pelosi out there parading around saying, come on down to Chinatown. Yeah, come to Chinatown where everybody's bringing their fucking virus. I, okay. It sounds more like the Trail of Tears when they were giving blankets to natives. Except now they're doing it to white people. <laughs> Democrats were were shitty then, they're shitty now. And you know what? We don't we're not going to waste our time talking about how shitty Democrats are. I think you guys already know. I mean, obviously if you've gotten this far into the show, you know we pretty much just don't fuck with Democrats at all. But at the same time, she did say to come to Chinatown. She did. God, she's such a shitty woman, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised and I I'm surprised that TV shows and cartoon shows haven't made any, like, fucked up animations about her. Oh, they won't. You don't think so? No. She's left. I mean, but even, like, like Family Guy, you think? Because, I mean, he, what's his name again? Uh, Seth MacFarlane. He bags on everybody. Yeah, but I think it's so protected. They're both all left, left mentality. I've seen him bag on the left, though. Yeah. You know what? It would be great if he made an episode just straight politics and had AOC, Nancy Pelosi, just all the the idiots in there. I mean, they they definitely make fun of James Woods. Yeah, you seen that one? Yeah, James Woods also is kind of right leaning. Oh, I know he's right leaning. So that's what I'm saying. They make fun of James Woods all the time, mm-hmm. and he's always like, you know, what I'm saying like he's he's definitely always pushed for the right. Yeah, you know, and it. it it's it's hard these days to to find good animators and entertainers that aren't completely left wing, but it would be an awesome, awesome thing I think to see more right leaning, you know, comedies, right leaning entertainment. I mean, I'm sure that it's out there. Oh, it is. I'm not saying that it's not out there. I'm saying that it's just it needs to be pushed more on a mainstream level. Did you ever see Million Dollar Extreme? No. It was a show that was on Adult Swim that was pretty funny. 
Adult and, Swim. And the guy was uh, he was considering his alt right, but he was it was hilarious. Never seen it. Never seen it. One of the episodes he actually condoned uh, bullies going into high schools and beating up on kids. It's pretty funny, but I mean it goes with the the culture nowadays being too soft. You know, and society is definitely definitely soft. Yeah. I actually think that um, the George Floyd, although it was bad, I'm not saying that it was good. I'm saying that, you know, I think the media paying attention to that actually made a lot of people uh, upset because they're not used to seeing that type of thing. I remember getting outraged when I was a kid and I had seen uh, Nicholas Berg getting beheaded. And that was one thing that really like snapped in my head and I really wanted to go join the service after which which pardon thank you for your service by the way thank you no thank you no thank you no thank you (laughs) anyway but i mean that's like triggers you know anytime that you see something that's like offends you a little bit it's going to affect you one way or another of course but i think media dumbs stuff down so much yeah they water it down they water it down and it's to the point where you know we don't get to see the really gritty of uh World world situations. No, and and that's the thing. As America, we're we're sheltered from the actual world. Mm-hmm. You know the shit that goes on in other countries. I mean, we're definitely deprived of the information. I think that in in this day and age, especially in this day and age with the age of information, you would think that there'd be more brought to the forefront, but there isn't. You know, the mainstream media. You know what their main focus is? Orange man bad. Orange man. Orange man bad. Very bad. Very bad. Very, very bad. Racist. Fucking bigot. Yeah. He's... Let's just ignore the fact that he's won awards from NAACP. NAACP? Yep. Yeah, let's ignore the fact that he was helping more black people in his career than Barack Obama probably ever has in two lifetimes of his own. I mean, let's let's be realistic here. And we all know this, and this is this is this is the truth. This is how soft America is, and how sensitive, and how much, and how how invested America is into their feelings rather than the facts. Is that they've literally made someone that even rappers wanted to become an enemy of the United States, even though he's not an enemy. Oh yeah, they they made and it's not so that he's the enemy of the United States. Let's be realistic; he's just an enemy to the left. And their agenda. Yeah. They definitely had something going when they thought Hillary was going to win. Oh, and they knew for a fact that Hillary was going to be the one to win. Hillary was just going to win. There was nothing I loved more than seeing Wolf Blitzer's face the night in 2016. Let's go check the map again. Let's go check it. Every time he was just hoping that they were going to get new numbers on our state. What about Shank Uger? Did you see him, his reaction? Shank from... from, uh... The Young Turks. Oh, yes, 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 I've seen him. Fuck that dude, man. Did you know I seen a video of him saying that he thinks the age of consent should be 16? Ooh. Yeah. Talk about something that makes you look bad. Things that make you look bad. You know what? We should start a series here. What do you think, Jerry? Things that make you look bad? Things that make the left look bad. Oh, yeah. Just blatantly open things that make the left look completely fucking stupid. That would be a great segment. What do you think, America? Anyway, as you were saying about it. I think there'd be a lot of material there. You know, 
there'd be a there'd be way too much material. I don't think we'd ever have an end to it. It would just get I would have to pass this down to my son Joseph Jr. and give him the okay to keep going. <laughs> I'd be on my fucking deathbed, like just keep it alive. Yeah, Nad was it Jerry Nadler? Nadler? Nadler. Thinking that the Portland's he thinks the Portland's violence is being a hoax, correct? Or does he think Antifa's a hoax? No, he thinks Antifa is a hoax. He was with Fleeka's Talks, I believe. Yeah. And you know who I'm talking about, dude. That The big dude that does all the interviews with people on the streets. Mm-hmm. Great guy, man. I love watching his content, man. Shout out to Fleeka's or Fleeka's Talks or however you say his name. Um, And I'm sorry for just badgering the name. But anyways... <laughs> The guy walked up to him, and not only did he ask him, and he say that, and Nadler said that it wasn't real, but he took a fucking picture with him too. I mean, I, I don't. I guess there's not very many people that are be. I wouldn't be willing to do it with that guy, not to take a picture. I mean, I mean, it looks like Humpty Dumpty. It'd be kind of a cool picture to take a picture with Humpty Dumpty. If you know what, if Pinocchio got old and stayed a toy. That's how he would look. I have never seen anybody lose as much weight as he did and still look fat. He kind of reminds me of that fat guy um, on The Sopranos. The one that lost all the weight and still looks fat and still wobbles around. What was the fuck? I forgot his fucking character name. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he had like all this weight loss and shit. But I, yeah, he, he doesn't denounce the Antifa violence there or the violence at all. Why would they, why would they not denounce it? Because they're going with their agenda. You know what? And what if? What if? Now, just stick with me here, Jerry. Stick with me here. This is this is some this is some shit. This this might. What if? All of this is happening on purpose so Trump can win. Uh, what if there's something else behind curtain number two, and we're only seeing behind curtain number one? That's interesting. See now. The government has endless curtains. We're always seeing them in front of curtains like a play. It's a play. The government's entire agenda is to keep us focused on the play, not what's behind the curtains. See what I'm saying? And I believe, just call me a conspiracy theorist already. Just do it. Just call me a conspiracy theorist. There is another curtain, another layer of something we're not seeing. There is something else going on. They are deliberately trying to. And you know what? I I honestly believe this. And at some degree, I think they're going to try to make it to where they feel. That they can rewrite it, the history, that the triumph was theirs. But. Let me reassure you, America, you cannot spell triumph without Trump. Remember that, you goofy bastards. I mean, I think Trump's going to win regardless. Because regardless, but I think they're doing it on purpose. I, I, I think they secretly want him to win. Well, I think they're freaking out now because they're scared of the, because the riots are helping his poll numbers. And if you look into history, too, was it 1969, Richard Nixon won because he was the law and order president. Right. Coming in after the the horrible riots that they had and protests they had during that time. The Watts riots and all those other things that happened and occurred. Martin Luther King, I mean, the riots. The civil rights, 
all those things that were, and that was st- and it still carried on into the seventies. And I, I think that the left is trying to race and trying to figure out a way to gear their history towards what is right. Because if you look at it, you got Pelosi trying to hide all these statues, get them all taken down. Right. Some Hitler shit. Ten out of eleven right. are Democrats. Right. I think what they're trying to do, a lot of people are trying to say that the right became racist with the Richard Nixon agenda in nineteen sixty nine. And the reason that they're saying that is because at that time, after Barry Goldwater and everything else that happened, right. he started being segregationist. Like that's what they wanted was to have limited government. But that was the main thing was the limited government agenda was being pushed by Barry Goldwater and Richard Nixon. You know, can I can I inter- interject for a second that has nothing to do with that topic? But my my father, he performed at Barry Goldwater's funeral. Really? Yeah. My biological father, I was there. They had secret service and everything. That's pretty neat. I had to get we had to get secret service clearance just to go in backstage. But when you talk about it, it is kind of trippy. They have a whole street in Scottsdale, Barry Goldwater Street. Yeah, I was at oh, yeah, Arizona. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he was a senator. Yeah. I, I met his kids. Yeah, his, his son family. was a senator too, right? I met it, I, I met his whole family. That's pretty neat. We were at his funeral. That is kind of awkward that I got involved in this. Anyway, as you were saying. But, I mean, that's 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 the main um complaint and issue and they try to pull it out how how but okay so so back up there okay let's say where where do you say that they think or they feel the right went racist they're thinking that the right went racist when nixon won on the idea of limited government right because they're trying to say that they were pandering to the segregationists that wanted to totally exclude the civil rights act of 1964 even though the, the majority, I think it was like 78% of Republicans voted that in, and a lower, like a lower majority of Democrats voted that in. I mean, we could look up the numbers and tell definitely how many people voted, voted for it. In. Right. 80% of the Republican Party voted in, and only 63% of the Democrats voted it in. I oh, mean, wow. That's crazy. So, I mean, how do you go from that to suddenly 1969 to become a racist party? How, yeah, how did it all of a sudden just flip at a switch? That's, this is something that I've seen on Vox. This is something that I've seen on, uh, what's the other one? That's, it's really left-leaning. Um, Huffington Post. Huffington Post. There you go. That's exactly where I saw it. it. They said when the parties flipped, you know, they're trying to offer an explanation when the parties flipped. How did that, please? There wasn't no flip. No, there never was. The only thing that changed was the media covering it. Yeah, you know what? And they figured out that the media has a lot of control. It took them that long to figure it out. It took them that long. I mean, fucking Germany was doing it with their propaganda in the 30s all the whole time. But it took, it took them that long to figure out that you could use media to manipulate people's political views. And that's exactly what's happening now. And of course, orange man, bad orange man, orange man, very bad, very bad, very, very bad people. Orange man, bad. I always think of an Oompa Loompa every time I hear them say that <laughs> the orange guy, the orange guy. Oh, you like the orange guy. They always say Cheeto. Yeah. The like, Cheeto. Who cares? I, you know what? They're actually being discriminatory towards someone's color 
And that's funny. He's orange, and so they're going to make fun of his color. Oompa Loompas are orange. So they they hate Oompa Loompas. They hate Oompa Loompas. They, they ultimately hate Oompa Loompas. Because he's not a Democratic voter. That's what it is. Right. And blonde bimbos that get tans in a tanning salon rather than going out in the sun. They don't like they don't they don't like Jersey Shore characters. Oh, they hate them. They have to hate them. They do. The left has to hate Jersey Shore characters. They do. They you know, should. You know why they do? Because Orange Man bad. Orange Man bad. Orange Man very bad. I mean, this is such a great country. The fact that anybody that claims that they have like a, a hate crime, it always ends up being a hoax. And, uh, what was it? The French actor Jesse Smollett. Juicy Smollett is. Sir Dave Chappelle would put it. He was recently uh, talking a lot of shit about Candace Owens. Yeah. Did you see that? I, I, I saw a little bit of that. I also saw that he was outside of uh, the protests outside the Trump Tower. Really? Yeah. What was he doing out there? Just protesting. Protesting what? Hate crimes. <laughs> the the hoaxes. You know he's getting sued by the two guys that he helped hire to face up that hoax against him, right? He's getting sued by them? He's getting sued by them. How, Sway? Because he's ruined their reputation. What? Yeah. Defamation of character, I believe that's what it's called. I believe so. Defamation of, so they're going to sue him. Yeah. I mean, he probably didn't give him any monetary, you know. He didn't get any consent, so he used their, I mean, dude, it's comedy, bro. And you know what? I, I give Dave Chappelle, do you see in Sticks and Stones? Oh yeah, I saw, you saw yeah. Okay, so I give Dave Chappelle a lot of credibility for being able to to swing it from both sides. You know what I mean? It's, he he let the pendulum go. Mm-hmm. You know, from the left to right, he he gave them both hell. And I love how Candace Owens took it. She wasn't such a little you know little bitch about it. She's just like whatever. Like he's a comedian. I will never say that a comedian can't have the right to make fun of people. That's what he does. But the, the the funny part is the now you just mentioned he's getting sued. Yeah. Jesse Smollett. Dude, that whole thing, that that was a And what was the other guy? The the race car NASCAR driver. Bubba. 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 That's what I call my son. Bubba. And that's what I call my boy too. Yeah, that's why. But I mean Bubba. Just like one of them redneck boys. Can you believe that? Reminds me of fucking uh Forrest Gump. I still think it's funny when Jazzy Smollett had that noose around his neck. He decided to wear it all the way home. Just wear it all the way home. <laughs> he was trying to get a subway at 2 a.m. Yeah. Who gets a subway at 2 a.m.? Juicy Smollett. Yeah, that's right. I love how uh, was it Dave Chappelle talked about. You know what? It, 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 I get it. He's gay. He wants a foot long at 2 a.m. You know what? Okay, he wants meat in his mouth at 2 a.m. I get it. That's juicy smollier for you. Yeah. And he wants to be he wants to be choked, so he put a noose around his neck. Hey man, I get it. Man, five dollar footlongs, man. I can't blame him. I'm not I'm not gay. I don't swing that way. I'm I'm comfortable with my sexuality enough to make gay jokes, you know? But if I were gay, I would want a foot long at two AM and to be choked out while I'm doing it. If I was gay, I'd want it at a discount. You know, that's that's you know, five dollar footlongs. Do I get a cookie? They have amazing cookies. Have you ever had a Subway cookie? Yeah, most amazing things in the world. I and and, and literally when they when they're just made. So I get it, Jesse Smollier, jo- Jesse Smollier. What a fucking clown, dude! 
What a fag. I don't even care anymore. I, they they want to toss me out for saying that. I'm just like, dude, there's a difference between, hey, you know, you're gay. I'm comfortable with gay people. They can be gay all they want around me. As long as they're not hitting on me, I won't have to knock them out. But, you know, when you have fags, that's a whole different story. And I'm, and, and I'm not talking about the UK fag. Because when I was out in the UK, somebody said, can I pinch a I'm like, can I pinch a fag with you? Yeah? A cigarette. I said, mother... You want to pinch what? And he said, no, do you have a cigarette? I, oh, I forgot you guys call them fags out here. I forgot about that. Okay. But my thing is, there's a difference between being gay and calling somebody a fag. Like, hey, uh, you know, he's gay. Whatever. So what? I have cousins and uncles that are gay. Who gives a shit? We're talking about this guy being a total and complete douche. Oh, yeah. I think it's funny that Dave Chappelle called him out, too. Like, Of course he, he called him. That's fucking comedy. He knew it was a hoax because... What rednecks would be watching Empire? Yeah, exactly. What white guy would be wasting their time on some left-wing bullshit like Empire? Wearing a Make America Great hat again. Oh, my God. You know what? I, I purposely put my MAGA hat in the front of my vehicle. Right on the fucking visor. Or not on the visor, but the the dash. I honestly don't care. If somebody gets offended, I'm just like, please get offended. I live in a in in the world and in a time where people getting offended means more to others than the truth. A bunch of Karens. Karens. What's the male version of Karen? Craig. Why does it have to be? I'd Craig? say either Craig or Kevin. Kevin? Really? I have friends named Kevin. I don't know about Kevin, man. There's like the Karen, and there's like the Scott. You know, uh, I can see like Scott. Scott. I can see Scott. The that's Scott. Him. You know, the, the the Scott guy. You know, the one that's always got to put his hand on his hip and look at you all puzzled when he's pissed off. <laughs> you know, he Scott looks like one of those little guess who characters on the little you know the little game you used to play. The little you know when you're trying to guess, does he does he have glasses? No, you put all the motherfuckers down. They got the, you know the, that one that game. He looks like a Scott. A very generic white guy. A very generic, just lost his virginity white guy. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like that that guy. You know, the one that barely figured out that you could put a P in a G. You know? Those guys. Who would have thunk it? Jesus. Oh, fuck <laughs> a word. Okay, so I got this Trump mask that I've been wearing at Walmart. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You should see the looks I get them, you know, just going in there. Yeah. I I would definitely give you a look and then a high five. <laughs> I get a lot. You know what? Here's the thing. When I go into public public places, I wear all my MAGA stuff, my Don't Tread On Me shirt. Uh, you know, I'm out there, dude. I don't care. I mean, but then I also, I, I am a damn giant human being. So, <laughs> I get, I'm not saying that I'm trying to intimidate anybody. I'm definitely like, the uh, you know, uh, I'm a gentle giant. I, I definitely don't go looking for confrontation. But I don't think people want to run up on someone that's 6'5", 300 pounds with a clock 40 on their hip and... Uh, AR-15 in the trunk of their car. They probably can't even reach your hat to pull it off either. Yeah, I, how are you going to knock it off? <laughs> Good luck. And I'm not, and like I said, I'm not provoking anybody to do it. I'm just saying I, I don't think anybody's mindset would be to, let's go fuck with that dude. You know, because I, I, but here's the problem that I have. The problem that I have is that there are too many people who are afraid to wear Trump hats wear Trump shirts. And I, I strongly advise people every time I talk to them that they say, oh man, I, I really like your hat. Or I really like your shirt. 
you know, where'd you get your shirt? I'm like, man, just get one. Oh, man, I wish I could wear it. What do you mean you wish you could wear it? Wear it. Wear it with pride. And see, that's the problem, too, is you got a lot of uh, Republicans and conservative people who are just getting way too soft. They're worrying about people too much. What you the know, outlook is on that. Yeah. Who, and if, especially if you're a senator or a congresswoman or a congressman, if you have problems like wondering what the left's going to do if you vote on something, you probably shouldn't be in that position to begin with. Exactly. And I, I honestly, I don't feel for people who aren't willing to express themselves. You know, like I don't feel any sympathy. I don't empathize. I don't empathize. Emp- How do you say that? Empathize. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I don't feel like I'm 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 I shouldn't be praised for wearing a MAGA hat or a Trump hat. I shouldn't. It should. I think everyone should be equally allowed to do whatever it is because the left is doing it every single day. Yeah, you don't see anybody going off and ripping people's. Uh, Black Lives Matter shirts off. No, or their fucking rainbow flags off their, you know, porches. Yeah. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go do that. Mm -mm. Just because my beliefs are different than yours doesn't mean I'm going to go over there and start snatching your shit up. That's the great thing about this country is that everybody's allowed to have a a say. I'm really unfortunate that we live in Oklahoma, too, because do you think you could get by in Phoenix wearing a a Trump hat? Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody would. If somebody did, they'd get rocked. Yeah. Plain and simple, but I think much like what the effect is here, I think that there would be more people talking about it, more people talking shit, but I don't think anybody would do anything. I highly doubt. I think I'd be refused service in certain places. I think people wouldn't serve me at certain places. I think people wouldn't want to help me in certain stores. I know that for a fact, but I don't think anybody, because, and if they do, it's like, well, what's up? Run up, do something. You ain't going to do nothing? Well, then fuck you. Like, you know, like I said, I don't go looking for it. I'm I, I'm newly conservative though. You have to get most conservatives have to have patience with me because I'm very outspoken and I don't care what people think. And I, I usually have this mentality. Like a lot of conservatives are lifelong conservatives that I know. Like you, you're a lifelong conservative, right? I mean, not life. Well, I, mean, I think every kid, like in high school, and goes through a phase. Yeah, I mean, you're born being kind of left because you want to get along with everybody you're kind of programmed that way yeah but i i think that because i grew up in such a different manner than most conservatives like you ever heard of a uh, king face Mm-mm. never heard of king face he's like a former gangster you know former blood in his neighborhood and he grew out of that and kind of became conservative he was a gang member ex-gang member you know and became conservative, you know, believes in God, you know, they they align with his beliefs a lot more than the left would. And he gets a lot of shit for it, but then again, he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like this it, it, it's almost that to that you know, extent with me cuz it's like I'm newly conservative. I make conservatism look cold just like king face and I'm not saying you don't. I mean, we're we're both awesome. But <laughs> At the same time, you know, I come, I'm, I'm, I, I come from a different area. I come from a different place. I come from, and it's almost like, a, it's almost like a different time. It's not like we're living in 2020. People are still worried about what happened before. So, in essence, it's like I want people to just, hey, you know, most conservatives when they're teaching me stuff, I'm like, yo, just have some patience with me, man, because I there's there might be some times you might you might see me buck up and you know what I'm saying get ready to knock somebody the fuck out, and I shouldn't be like that. But like you said. 
people are getting soft. Oh, yeah. They have been for a long time. Well, being conservative, though, you're always insult. I mean, you get insults all the time on whether you're racist, bigot. It doesn't even mean anything anymore to me. No, it lost its it lost its yeah whole substance being called racist. It's like the same thing as if someone called me honky, I could really care less. You fucking honky. I'm fucking honky. You well, you play a lot of honky Kong. Honky of the year award over there. You play honky Kong when you go home. <laughs> See, I never understand that. You only you know you can only be hurt by a word if you give it the power to hurt you. Right. Well, that's but that's that's the problem with the left. Mm-hmm. They allow everything to hurt them. Oh yeah, anything in there. Someone should just stick. There's got to be an ultimate leader, right, for the left. There has to be. Who do you think that is? I'm, people are gonna say George Soros. He's a big money man. Big money man. But who's the actual like leftist pig that's back there with his Edward Scissorhands, just cutting shit out of fucking mainstream media, telling everybody what's racist and what's not? Man. Who, do you, who, who would you say? I don't know. I would say it would be someone unexpectedly on the left, though. Like somebody that... Because think about it. They're not only controlling the media. They're controlling, you know, film, music. You know, the way... The things that we ingest in our minds. The things that we read. The things that we watch, you know. We see the left everywhere. And, and like I said before, when... I, I stopped being such a lefty and a crybaby little bitch liberal like I was before. It was almost like you could see everything clearly in the propagandas and everything. You can literally see it in everything. It's creepy. It is creepy. It's, cre- it's creepy and it's like, yo, is this the weird shit that the Mormons are talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, you know? It's like they they put it in the music. They try to emasculate men. Mhm. They make it they try to make it, you know, bad for you to be a man now. Yeah, it's such a bad thing to be a man. They're taking away the the reason as a society though, as a whole, men are getting a lot softer because men are, you know, raised to hate each other. Absolutely. They hate the fact you're a man because men, you know, Naturally, hate. We destroy stuff. Yeah, God forbid, boys will be boys. You hear that? You heard that getting destroyed on that Gillette commercial. Yeah, with the the big win women shaving and transgender women shaving. Oh, bro, don't even get me started on transgender shit. I I I have no problem. Now, this is just a disclaimer to anybody listening. I don't care what your sexual preferences. I don't care what you do behind what you do behind closed doors is your fucking business. Okay? You want to walk around being born as one, but you, at by night you turn into Juanita. Look. Keep that shit away from me. As long as you ain't hitting on me, you can stand around me, you can be in my presence. Don't hit on me. We're good. However, that does not mean it needs to be perpetuated the way that it is. Oh, yeah. It's like, please show me, you know, your fucking transitional parts. They're literally, that's literally what they might as well do. If you don't call me a man or a woman, you're you're transphobic. Yeah, you misgender me, you're transphobic. No, you're just a fucking guy. Mm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, 
carry on my life living your delusion. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a dude or you want to be a chick. That's that's cute. It'll never happen. Hey, I just have one. You know, that's not how creator made you. And I, I get a lot of shit because they're like, oh, what about what about native people and the two spirited people? I said, ah, but that's a different topic. There's a whole two spirited people. Yeah. But that conversation, two spirited people, what they call them, wink That's how you say it in my language. Wink things, two spirited. Um, the two spirited people are like the ones that are gay, and they're gifted and they're visionary people. That's what they say. Really? Yeah. And they say that the wink days are are naturally gifted, and they they have they they can see things that most people can't traditionally. But I have a bone to pick with that conversation because I've heard people tell me that it has Hawaiian origin and it never even belonged to our people. I've heard that. I've heard that. I'm not sure how true it is, but we all know how well a story can carry from one place to another. So we don't know. I don't know how true that is, but when they say, like I said, when they say that, that, oh, what about the the two spirited people? I said, that's a whole different bag of bones we can dig through that's not going to happen with the way it's happening now men and women had roles back then men and women don't have roles now that part of society because even if a man wanted to become a woman the wink then the two-spirited turn into a woman play a fucking role that doesn't happen see with transgenders nowadays what do they do they're flamboyant. They're out there putting it in front of kids' faces and literally just grinding all over random people. Well, that's part of the problem with the left, too, is you have them doing, what, story times with drag queens? Drag queen story hour. Yeah. I will never live the rest of my life the same without saying those words together in the same phrase. Drag queen story hour. Have, have you ever seen that video of that six-year-old girl like at her birthday party and there's like a drag queen dancing I with covered her? that. I covered that in one of my videos. That just goes to show me how much homework you've done, Mr. Dowd. God damn it, you fucking bearded lawn gnome. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I did cover that. Um, I did cover uh, where that little girl was just sitting there looking confused. And all the parents are all. Yes. Why are you? What are you doing? How is this in any way, shape or form? Helping this person, this little person, who probably just wanted some Barbie dolls and some things to play with. Maybe wanted a tablet. Let's let's be realistic. Let's be realistic and let's be in the modern times. I might be a little old. I'm 31, okay? Maybe she just wanted a tablet. Maybe she just wanted a tablet so she can play Dress Up Barbie. Or maybe she just wanted a dollhouse and to download an app for her dollhouse or something. I don't fucking know what you know, six-year-old kids are doing nowadays. Shit, my niece is like seven and she's like already reading at fifth grade level. Anyway, so here's my thing. Little girl standing there and she has no idea what's going on. And she's this, this transgender thing is just literally stripping and strip teasing her. And she has this mouth like, you ever seen that other little girl that's sitting in the car that's looking at what looking at you with disgust? That's what she she's just looking like. I don't know whether to be disgusted. Mom, is that a dude? I think that's a dude. Where's dad? Nowhere to be seen. 
This is why it's important in America to have a father in the home. Because shit like this. You get transgender birthday parties when you turn six or seven. Can you imagine being the teacher the next day like, Susie, how was your birthday? I had a transgender over and she stripped or he stripped. He, first it was Fred and then he became Susan. I don't know. <laughs> what? He was giving me a lap dance. He gave me a lap dance and played with his titties and everything. What? Um, no. Uh, we don't say titties in here, Nicole. Where did you hear that word? The stripper. <laughs> and the teacher would be like, that's transphobic. It's very transphobic of you, Nicole. Now go sit in the corner and take away one of your sticker stars. For what? For being transphobic to the trans community. That's horrible. You know, I bet bathroom passes for some classrooms are like, rainbows you know like rainbow magnets or something with the key on it to go to the bathroom yeah i could see that you know i now that we're on this topic because this is a very controversial topic you know nobody really likes to talk about this out in the open and i don't really give a shit what anybody has to think about it which is why it would be lovely to have like a guest to talk about it especially like a trans trans guest because i'll fucking i'll rip on them you know what i'm saying i don't give a fuck dude i'll fucking just bag them all day long but anyway I I I had a first grade teacher. I remember. And he was gay. Mm-hmm. My first grade teacher. The thing is, and here's 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 why it's important I'm telling talking about this. First grade. My teacher in 1995 to 96 was gay. But I didn't see gay. I just saw a teacher. And you know why I didn't see gay? Because he didn't teach gay. No. You know what he taught me? He taught me how to read better. He taught me numbers. You know what he taught me? He taught me how to multiply in the first grade, man. All the way up to my fives. Ones, twos, threes, fours, and fives. My gay first grade teacher... Now, fast forward to 2020. Now, this is 95 into 96. Was it 95? Yeah, 95 into 96. You fast forward into 2020 and you have a gay teacher? That motherfucker is flamboyant. He's a flamer. And you know what he's doing? He's parading around, putting his pride flags everywhere, Telling everybody how it's okay to be gay when no one even asked about being gay. Yeah. This is part of their agenda. No one will ever ask to be, uh, ask about gay. They'll just put it in front of your face. That's the problem. My first grade teacher, he didn't teach me gay. He didn't say anything about gay. And nobody asked him about gay. You know why? We're six years old. Fuck do we know about being gay? We don't give a shit about that. That's a sad thing too with kids now. They're starting to figure out I need a transition. They're sexual they're sexualizing children. Yeah. And that's the bad thing. That's the bad part about this. And that's why I don't agree with transgender shit. I don't agree with a lot of the things that I I, I hear from the left about it. Because in 2020, God forbid you have an opinion. God forbid you have facts and data that suggests Maybe you're a man, Juanita. Have you seen that Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot? Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently her wife 
is transgendered. That's a she? Uh, well, apparently it's well, it's a she, but it used to be a he, I guess. No, that the wait, what are we talking? The mayor? The mayor, yeah, she's she's she? lesbian woman. Yeah, Lori is. Lori's a she. No, that's a woman. Yeah, ugly woman, but it's a woman. I still think it's funny she had to have her hair done, man. I, she got a lot more. I wish we hair. had like a punch in. I just play Michael Keaton. Just nice fucking model. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I didn't know that. So he. Oh, I'm sorry. She has a wife that's transgender. That's what. That's what the word is. I cannot verify, but if you look at her, she is not an attractive. I know woman. who. You know who else? Who else's wife was transgender? Who? Barack Obama. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> She's got a wang bigger than mine. I'll give you that. She. I mean, she does look pretty manly. It's not about looking manly. She is. There's a difference between looking and being, Jerry. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I guess, you know, a lot of people get offended when I talk about Michelle, uh, Michael Michelle Obama. Michael. Michael Michelle. Well, it's funny, too. Barack Obama's referred to her as Michael in many speeches. Of course he has. Yeah. That's Michael. You know she wears the pants in the family, too. Panties. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. You know, when I was in London... The pants are actually considered underwear. Really? Yeah, and your trousers are what you wear outside. Trousers. The trousers. The trousers. So you got your trousers on, yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's how they talk. Got yeah, you got your trousers, isn't it? I got my fucking trousers on. Go smoke a fag. Oh, no, no. They need a pinch a fag. <laughs> pinch a fag. You ain't pinching shit over here, motherfucker. Would you call me? That's exactly my first reaction. London is totally leftist, though, man. And you know what else they have over there that we don't have here, which I think is going to end up happening? Over there, they have a lot of surveillance. A lot of surveillance. Oh, I think it's definitely happening here. You think it's happening here? Oh, especially with the COVID? Yeah, COVID-19. You think they're just setting up surveillance everywhere? They think about it. You know, those computers do better when you're distanced, six feet away. They're uh-huh. able to do a beta test to see if they can reference you and find out who you are. Oh, wow. Even with your face partially, you know, covered. I did not know about that. That would be an idea. That's a little conspiracy theory right there. Oh, wow. But there are some grants that they're, uh, certain places are getting for doing facial recognition at their businesses. Well, I mean, they already have facial recognition on your your iPhone, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, on your smartphone. So imagine what else they can have. Well, I think soon it'll probably be walking into Walmart. They can get a facial recognition scan of you, figure out who you are, probably tell it what your temperature is. See if you're running a fever. Are you running a fever, Jerry? You're not running 2020 fever? 2020 fever? You're not running Trump fever? I got Trump fever, yes. Just don't have baby fever, man. Oh, hopefully not. We already have kids, Jerry. I don't need any more. I don't need any more either. You know what? I said that when I was 16. I don't need any more. I got too many. You said that when you were 16? Oh, yeah. I, I was a young father, man. I, I, I was... I was 16 when I had my first child, man. I was 15 the whole time she was pregnant. Damn, just young, young, flinging out seed, huh? I couldn't pull out of a driveway. <laughs> no quick draw with you, huh? Oh, man, there's no way in hell. You should see my mom's car the first time she let me pull it out. Just <laughs> Same thing happened with my ex. I'm telling you, man. I became a young father, and you know what? With that, I always had this conservative mindset 
And I always wanted for my daughter, my oldest, she's 15 now. I always wanted for her to be smarter and stronger minded. You know what I'm saying? And to be more aligned with God and to work hard and to, you know, whether it be school or a job or, you know, and it's not just her because I have a son too with, you know, with, with her came a son and, uh, my daughter and my son, man, you know, my, my first baby's mother, she gave me my first two kids and I was only 16 and 17 years old, man. And that was a trip. Yeah. And you grow up fast in that. No, that's a life changer. Absolutely. And I think that because of the way everything went growing up, I teach my kids, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of conservative values and I want them to be conservative. I can't force it. I don't force it down their throats. I let them see the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I let them see what's going on rather than what the media is telling them. You know, and and they get it. They see it. They're not they're not they're they're not being swayed either way. I think low key somebody's trying to sway my son to move a little to the left. But I I I honestly know that he'll come around and he'll start asking me cuz he's just like me. You know, he's just he's just like he's like a miniature version of me, God. And that's a nightmare to have two of us around. Oh god. And he you know, I'm telling you. And he's a teenager. So, imagine two of us around. I think public schools are kind of indoctrinated nowadays. Yeah, they absolutely do. And you know that the thing is is that they were they were they, they were telling me about their studies that they had to do in for their their some kind of study they were doing in the morning. I forget what it was for. I don't think it was for social studies it was something else. And they had they made them watch CNN. Oh, really? For an hour. Or was it half an hour? The king of fake news. The king of fake news. Yeah. No. I remember being taught when I was in uh, science, I think it was like sixth or seventh grade, probably earlier, about global warming and how it was scientific fact. But when you look into it, it's only a theory. Yeah, it's a theory. Yeah. But they were preaching it like it was actual fact. Well, yeah, because they want to. They this is this is how they control you. They can't control you. You can't control someone with facts. You can only control them with fear. And I do believe that the left has been implementing and indoctrinating that into people since an early age. And when you get people to be afraid to grow up, when you get people to be afraid and to be in society, you make them dependent. And who better to depend on than the people giving you the shit? Well, I mean, that's the thing too. They're talking about, you know, your parents ruined this world for us, you know, global warming, climate, everything's been messed up. And you look at Disney movies too. And if you look at Disney movies, they actually have an agenda to them as well. Because there was one where they're talking about chopping down the rainforest and everything else. Well, they were doing that with Avatar. And they were saying that, you know what I'm saying? Avatar's done. And, and I loved Avatar. When I used to smoke weed, I went in there all blazed with my mom. And I was high as shit. Watched Avatar. I was fascinated. Now that I watch Avatar now, I don't. you don't see the left-wing agenda here. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, Disney movies, man. Yeah, that, Disney movies as that well, That is of for kids, man. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're automatically, they're indoctrinating them. That's the truth. Absolutely. Raising them up to think the way that they, they think they should think. Absolutely. I mean, you got Iron Giant that apparently has an anti-gun message. Iron Giant. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. The good old, was it Vin Diesel that did the Giant's voice? Was it Vin Diesel? I believe so. I mean, there's, it's been going on for years. But now the, the media and the left is actually starting to kind of come out and admit it to it. Well, if, I mean... Yeah, you get caught, 
you're going to start talking about it a little more. I mean, it's a, it's only it's only fair to at least acknowledge where the fuck you've been doing something wrong. And and in, in their minds they're not wrong at all. You know, this is we're talking about Disney, one of the biggest influences on children of pubescent nature or prepubescent nature, I should say. <laughs> Because, you know, my kids, they watched Disney all the way up until they were about 11, 12. Well, I mean, it's funny, too, because if you ever look, you know how teachers unions, whenever it comes down to teacher raises, pay raises in Oklahoma, and Oklahoma especially, I'm sure Arizona as well, you will see them always using uh, children to try to push their agenda. Yeah, push their agenda. They'll have them out there parading in the morning on the corner of the school. But it's interesting when you look at, like, Albert Shanker who is actually the first, uh, he wasn't the first, but he was the president of the United Federation of Teachers from 1964 to 1985. And the quote that he had, yeah, I mean, the sad thing is they can't disprove this quote. But it said, you know, when school children start paying union dues, that's when I'll start representing the interests of school children. Wow. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, then when you look at that and you look at the way that our kids are getting indoctrinated, it's not about the school. I mean, it's not about the students. It's about the teachers. No, and, and, and the teachers, what are they being taught by the universities that grant them this, this type of, you know, degree? What gives them this, this you know, what they, te- what they teach to the teachers that are becoming, to the, well, the people becoming teachers. You know what I mean? Like people that want to be, you know, grade school teachers. What are they being taught at the universities they study at? You know what I mean? It's all propaganda. Well, we have an education model that's bound to fail. The way it is is you have a union. and I mean, you got tenured teachers that can't get fired. And no matter how poor their performance is, that's robbing a lot of children of some quality education. And the only problem they have is it keeps in their, their solutions to throw money at it, right. keep throwing money at it. Right. Well, I wish they'd throw money at some of the... the the school teachers on the reservation is those kids ain't getting taught shit. You know what I mean? They, they still come out, you know, fucked up and they're not even, you know, reading or comprehending at the level they should be. And that's not because they're stupid. It's the way they're being taught. Nobody took time with them. Nobody's yeah. Nobody's taking time, you know? And they're like, Oh, well we don't have all these schools that the white people had. No, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that you personally want to be there. Not just you, your family. When you can get up and make something better out of that. You know, a lot of kids on the res, man. Check this out. A lot of kids, a lot of parents on the res, they send their kids to like Mesa schools in, in Arizona or, or Mesa school district or other schools. So they don't have to be indoctrinated with the bullshit or, or being, you know, given a, a, a half-assed education. They just pass them right on through. Just pass them right on through. Failing grades, everything. Go ahead. Graduate. See, that's a, lot of, that's a problem now, too. Because I was recently in college, and there was a kid that was like, he could not do his work whatsoever. He should be failing. But all he had to do was throw a tantrum about it and talk to the teacher and they were able to change his grade where he wasn't failing that class. Sounds like affirmative action. 
He was a white dude. Yeah. Maybe he had a disability. Affirmative action for a disability. Probably socially awkward from all the video games that, you know, kids play nowadays. I'm not even going to lie to you. Me playing the games that I play as much as I play them, I'm socially awkward. I mean, I love some video games too. But they will socially, and that's naturally just socially distancing. Yeah, yeah, that is. (laughs) That's natural social distancing right there. When you have to play video games to make more friends, you are naturally social distancing. But right now, me and Dow Syndrome are going to go ahead and wrap up this segment of this podcast. If you guys would like to check out the nativeconservative.com to donate or to contribute to the work that we put in here as the Native Conservative and Dow Syndrome. Again, you can visit thenativeconservative.com. We appreciate you guys listening. I know we always kind of just go here and there, but you guys are awesome. You guys are amazing for listening. God be with you. Peace out.